Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Hold you niggas to the shit y'all did, I let y'all play for free, but free you cannot play no more, I promise I to get to G, murder me, hammer time like OJ with the... ASAP, another Sean Island podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, please, please rate, subscribe, and write a review. I'm Sean Allen. I have a very special guest, man of the hour, <laughs> civil rights activist, troublemaker, rubber band grant. Man, tell us about this joint we just heard, Parking Lot Pimpin'. What was the, the inspiration behind the track? Parking lot pimping, man. Well, first off, I want to just introduce myself. You know what I'm saying? Rubber band grant, you know, I rap, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty new. I'm pretty new. I'm uh really starting to turn things up. You know, I I uh I rap. I I have like a southern sound, you know, so it's just really starting to boom down here and everything. I actually when we wrote this song, when we wrote Parking Lot Pimping, really we didn't even write it, to be honest. Uh I wanna shout out my boy Jay oh, Miller. Shit. Yeah, we didn't even well, I didn't write my part, you know what I'm saying? Jay Miller. Um, he, he's the, uh, other guy who was on parking lot, you know what I'm saying? He's an artist as well. And, uh, we're down in Dallas, we're down in Dallas, Texas, just kicking it, you know? And he was like, let's hit the, let's hit the studio. I'm like that, you know what I mean? We, we have been kicking it all night, you know what I mean? So we hit the studio, you know what I'm saying? And, and we're just, you know, talking about like, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? He's got this, he, he showed me this instrumental. He's like, I already got the hook for it. I already got everything, you know, uh, hit the back end verse on it, you know? So I was like, bet. I hit the back end verse on it, really just started kind of flowing. And I guess just the, the Texas, the Southern influence, the Texas influence from being down there at the time, it just really gave me inspiration to attack the song like that. The, the song, it just, right. it just reminded me of what I had going on that whole weekend, you know, just chilling in the parking lot, trying to see what's going on with the ladies. And that's just kind of was the inspiration. And from there, it just really, it really, um, took place we actually made this song about six months ago it was the second song i ever had made and oh it was, shit yeah it was it was the second song ever and um it just it did well we did a music video to it in dallas um invited a bunch of our homegirls out a bunch of our homeboys and just did what we did that's what's up man so you did that from the dome you freestyled 
Yeah. Am I hearing that correct? Correct. That's what's up. And you only and you said that that's the second song you recorded. You sound like you've been doing that for a minute though. Man, how, how long have you been rapping? I've been rapping probably. We made that song what six, seven months ago. I think we made a music video six months ago. We made the song seven months ago. So I started rapping eight months ago, to be exact. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've been to the studio maybe 20 times in my life. I just got to the point where I'm consistently in there because as my stuff started to take off and I really started to build a fan base, not just within my music, but within my uh, Twitter following base and my Instagram started to pick up a little bit. I realized that people were really respecting me as an artist. Even on my upcoming album that I'm getting ready to drop, I have um, some known artists on it. So you know what I mean? I realized I really had to start taking rap serious. Like I've got, I've got Primo Rice uh, on my upcoming album. I've also got uh, Keon Bell out of LA. I've got him on my upcoming album. So it was one of those shout things. Shout out to Keon. Yeah, shout out to Keon. That's my dog, man. He's super cool. Um, but you know, um, it was just one of those things where I started really realizing I had I had a gift. You know, I really people were really vibing with it. Um, I never really wanted to rap. Eight months ago when I started, it wasn't because I wanted to at all. It was actually because of Jay, the same person that was on Parking Lot Pepper with me, man. He, We used to get drunk, freestyle, and just bullshit. You know, what guys do when they, before they go out, you know, turn on instrumental and just start right. playing, playing around, you know. And he hit me. He's like, man, you need to get in the studio, you know. I'm like, man, I don't know. That really ain't my persona, you know what I'm saying? That's not what I got going on right now. I jumped in there. Oh, man. Hit a little freestyle. I hit a little another little freestyle off of uh, Ghetto Boys, uh, Mind Playing Tricks on Me beat. I hit a freestyle right. on that. People was really rocking with it. That was my first song. Then we came behind there with that. And I guess because I was doing all my recording in Texas at the time, it really, it really was just I was swinging. You know what I'm saying? But now that I've yeah, now that I've really started to find find my sound and everything, and I don't have to go as far to record. I don't have to go all the way to Dallas. That's, that's five hours from me. I was doing that just to make music. Uh, but now that I'm I'm closer, I actually record out of Tulsa with uh, my boy Mike Field and my boy T Mace. So I want to shout them out as well. Um, but I go out to Tulsa now to record, which is about an hour and a half from where I stay, and it just it's, it's giving me more time to find my voice. So. A lot of my album won't have that same swing to it that my first few songs did. It'll have some of it because I am Southern and I'm country. So right, it's, right. It's, it's a little different, but it won't have that exact same feel. Beat selection a little different and everything. But overall, it'll be pretty, it'll be pretty consistent um, as far as what I've got going on in my sound. It'll, it'll always be Southern. That's what's up, man, because when I was listening to Parking Lot Pimping, I'm like, that got some little UGK sauce on it. Some little, you know, the Texas, like you said, that swing, and I hear it. I heard it in the flow on that. So, you know, but I think, I think, you know, a lot of rappers from the South kind of got like, I mean, like the West. We all kind of got everybody got like every region got their sauce. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you definitely, you know, encompass that 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 Southern sauce. You know what I mean? Yeah, for who, sure. Who was your Rappers. Well, I will say, uh, rapper-wise, people don't believe it, but but my mother gave me a lot of influence when it came to listening to uh to rap music because my mom, she you know, she's she's a white woman and stuff. But believe it or not, what she listened to was Play a Fly, 
UGK, A Ball, MJG, uh, <laughs> Yo Gotti. Like this is this is what she was putting me on. You know what I'm saying? And she was a young mother. You know what I'm saying? So she was putting me on this stuff. You know what I'm saying? She she cleaning the house to to gangster party. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's like this is what I grew up. You know, like I grew six, seven grade. We're riding the, you know what I'm saying? Riding dirty. She taking me to uh football practice every day. I'm listening to UGK's Riding Dirty. Album, you know what I'm saying? Didn't didn't even know who it was, and then one day they just popped in my head. And I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That became a norm to me. So most of my influence came from uh, listening to the music that she uh, put me on. Uh, my dad, he had a little bit of influence as well, but a lot of times my dad was locked up, so it was like he'd jump out and not even know. <laughs> my daddy did long beards, so he'd get out, he'd get out and not even know what music to listen to. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like shit. Shout out to moms, man, but. You didn't mention no West Coast, nigga. You ain't got no no West Coast influence. I mean, you know, uh, I pay my respects, you know what I'm saying? I pay respects, you know what I'm saying? To like big dogs, you know, E-40, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the Bay Catch, you know what I'm saying? Of course, Snoop Dre and, you know what I'm saying, N-W-A-R-L-M. That, of course, that they're monumental. So to shout them out to me isn't really, it doesn't really prove that I was listening to West Coast music because they was worldwide, you know what I mean? But, uh... But yeah, definitely, you know, um, definitely got a lot of West Coast influence as well, just because I, I listen to that. You know, one of my favorite songs is uh, Dre Day, you know, like so I, I, I love that. Love that old 90s. That's a classic. For sure. Right, right. Which my first time, is... well, my first time ever even being on the West Coast, I went to the Bay last summer and I, I, I enjoyed it. I haven't been to L.A. I'll actually be out in L.A., I want to say around the next month mid next month sometime so that'll be my first time in la yeah man it's two different vibes too i'm 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 sure you heard this a million times la in the bay southern california northern california like two different states two different vibes niggas be banging and tripping when you go up there you be like i'm from la they they don't really game bang up there they you know that's something we do down here yeah. but they like i guess they call them turf turf wars or whatever mm-hmm. i mean that's a whole other thing, but you, you, you know the vibe is completely different. Cause I for hear sure, sure. that uh, Houston is completely different from Dallas. I don't know too much about either, but I always hear that the Houston vibe is different than the Dallas vibe. So I'm different. assuming you know that's how you could compare L.A. to the Bay. That's what's up, though, man. So like you've been you've been doing this for eight months. You put together a project. I'm looking on iTunes, man. You got a lot of shit up here, though. So is this the project that you're having the release party on or how how's um, that? That was that was my first EP, that, that principle of pimping. That was my first EP that I had right. made. Um and I really rushed it and I just I didn't have the right pieces around me. Uh shout out to everyone right. who did help me uh make that. It just th- those pieces aren't what I needed at the time. You know, uh great people. I worked with great people, but it wasn't what I needed. Um quality wise, you know, so I've, I've, I've linked up with some new guys. So no, that's not actually my new EP, my new, or my new, uh, release, my new release is going to be called stainless, which I'm coming out with the whole brand, which represents the album too. And I plan on it being a whole type of like, I'm already thinking of my second one and my third one, you know, it's going to be stainless and then it's going to oh, be shit. too stainless yeah. and then it's going to be stainless forever. Um, but it's going to be called Stainless. I'm coming out with a brand behind it. That's my thing. I don't want to just be a rapper. I want to be a whole brand. One person that, I, um, right. one person that I've seen do a great job of that, if I, if I want to talk about West Coast influence, is Larry June. Making his whole, making his whole rap 
persona a brand, you know, and he talks about it and he's consistent with it. Um, that's something I've seen and I really respected that and really wanted to um not gonna say duplicate it, but in my own style kind of do it because there's nobody really making music like that down south right now, you know. Right. Uh down south, but really that southern flow really kind of fell off. I mean, you got Doc, you got Gotti, and you got like, you know what I'm saying, some of the younger cats, but we don't really had that that southern influence that we had in the early 2000s that made us um, major. But back to my album, uh, that will be coming out on the 22nd next week, next Thursday at midnight. So technically Friday morning, I don't know how they look at that, but it'll be technically Friday morning at midnight. Stainless will be dropping. Um, it's highly anticipated. I'm having a whole release party, crawfish of yes, oil yeah. and everything in, in Dallas. And yeah, it's, it's about to be a movie for sure. I'm I'm really kind of excited. I didn't expect to get as much support as I'm getting right now, um, you know, because it's one thing it's one thing to have support online, but it's another thing when when bodies are getting ready to get out there and actually show love in person. What new rappers are you listening to, though? New rappers I listen to, I can't say that I yeah. listen to a lot, um, but I, I listen to a lot of Larry June. I listen to a lot of uh, Jerk, Herbo. Uh, Brent Fires, man. To be honest, new new rappers, the list is short. <laughs> the list yeah. is short. It's probably right there, you know. And that's not even that's not even on like some awesome because I'm trying to go industry or nothing like that. That's genuinely because I appreciate the classics that much. Like my favorite album of all time is definitely Carter Two by Wayne. Um, and then oh, behind man. that, it's probably Boss of All Bosses by Slim Thug. You know, so. When it comes to that type of stuff, like, and then behind that is the game documentary. <laughs> right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So oh, that's definitely my West Coast. Uh, the game is probably probably one of my top five rappers. He just be, um, he just sometimes says things he probably shouldn't say. But other than that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, be, I get tired. Right. Like, bro, I have to defend the game. I, I defend the game religiously <laughs> every month <laughs> for him saying so. So him like, and Meek Mill need to get off social media. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm I'm probably game number one fan, man. I go down with him, but I I ain't gonna, I'm gonna swim back up too, though. <laughs> like, <shoot. laughs> man, but yeah, that's that's my biggest West Coast influence, actually. The game. Uh, I think I think if it wasn't for the game, there wouldn't be a Roddy Rich. Uh, there wouldn't be a Kendrick. None of them cats really. He saved he saved West Coast hip hop in the early 2000s after after the Dre era. It was kind of finished, and then. Game came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I give him that. The game is cool. You know, I fuck with the game. The game is dope. He has some hard album. You know, I'm not about to discount his shit, but he he is a clown. So you yeah. know, we YG and Kendrick over here. Nah, I feel YG kind of corny though. People say YG corny. <laughs> when they say YG corny, I kind of see. I'm like, yeah, I could see how YG. So a lot of people say that West Coast rappers, these new West Coast rappers, Tyga. Uh, YG corny, and I'm like, uh, they kind of are. <laughs> yeah, I would, but they I, make good music though. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't say they necessarily corny. I say that um, they're money oriented. You know, they're gonna do. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying w what it takes to fit their audience, and uh, a lot of what keeps, um, you know, what I'm saying rap relevant nowadays is the white audience, and sometimes people have to cater to that. Um. And so, you know, so sometimes West Coast rappers, they do a good job of it, but it's because 
that's where everything sparks over there on the West Coast. Everything sparks from there, and then it hits the rest of the world. Like yeah, they're innovators, so they they have to do it first. So they got to get that first eye. But you know who has had a career? West Coast pioneer Snoop talking about personality and turning into a brand. Snoop definitely have turned. You know what I mean? He went from rapper to you know media mogul personality. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely someone who you know, it's highly respected, you know, around the world. But when I be talking to a lot of these young cats out here on the West Coast, they always mention Snoop. They want to do like the Kendrick shit and the Nipsey first. Nipsey was on his way up, but Mm -hmm. they always say the younger cats, but then, you know, they want to end up like Snoop because Snoop is that one that, you know, changed the game and he's a household name. And he's still Snoop too. He's still Ghetto in Long Beach as fuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When you see him in interviews, nigga be high and shit. But speaking of personalities, man, you, you know, on Twitter and Instagram, you uh, a viral sensation, nigga going viral like once a week. You tweeted something <laughs> the other day <laughs> that kind of sparked a debate, a conversation. You said that you're only casting black women in your video. Oh, yeah. How, like, what, what like let's dive into that man let's dive into that when it, when how it, like why 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 did you say that i said that because the the real reason i said that is because a lot of independent artists that are trying to work their way up they come to me nowadays you know and they and they and they respect me you know i don't have this i don't have this rap shit figured out right now i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm i'm making a killing off music i'm not but, you know, I know I set a standard. And I know that if I said that, other independent artists who are out here making music videos are going to do the same thing because they see that they see the benefits of it. You know, like we don't we don't really we don't really give our women, you know, what I'm saying the same. And I say I'm mixed and I say our women, but we don't give black women right. the same attention that they that they should be getting there's no reason that rappers should have to you know what i'm saying fill themselves up around you know what i'm saying women from other countries and this and that when we got so many beautiful black women in our backyard you know i just right, don't right, i don't see right. the point of it you know so like i'm trying to set that standard and it wasn't you know a couple people came at me and they said i'm wrong for saying that and some people said i'm saying that for likes or for but i don't have to say that for likes because i could have just dropped the video and it still would have did numbers, you know. I do it regularly, right, right. you know. So it, it it was never nothing like that. It's just genuinely like the, the the girls that was in that video, them are my friends, you know. I I didn't need them stripping, yeah. I didn't need them shaking ass in the video. I just wanted them hanging out with when we took this music video, it started off we planned a music video. Everybody started having such a good time, we started having such a blast that we forgot we were having a music video. So everybody was just having right. fun, you know. It, you know what I'm saying? And that's my thing. Like, also, we don't have to degrade black women in every music video. We don't have to have them uh, naked. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to have them stripping, shaking ass on people's face and everything. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if we got a, if we got a bot and it's, and it's doing that and that's what it makes the ladies want to do, then by all means, let's get it rocking. But at the same time, like, this, it's just not necessary for that to only, that to only be the only time that we have dark-skinned women, black women, any of that in the music videos, I think that's just unnecessary. And that's something um, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, direct with my standards of what I want in a woman, right. you know, uh, 
And I made that, you know what I'm saying? And I've been criticized for that before. This ain't the first time that people have criticized me for saying that, which is kind of ironic. But with me having a white mother, people criticize, why don't you, why don't you like white women? You know? And I, I never have right. really, I never answer that because I don't have to. But overall, it's just because that's not, that's not what I'm interested in. That's not what I like. I think, I think black women are beautiful. So that's kind of what I, what I go for, you know? That's who I see my life being with at some point. Yeah, and it's funny too because the thing about black women. So I was in your video, parking lot pimp. You had like the chocolate, you know, brown skin girls in there. You didn't. I didn't see too many light skin girls in the video. So I'm like, okay, this this dude is really about that melanated life for real. Like you ain't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You know what I mean? Trying to stray too far from, you know what I mean? Because when we watch these videos over the past 20 years, it's always the light-skinned girls getting the shine and or the mixed girls or the Armenian, the Persian girls. And here I'm watching your video and I see like brown-skinned chocolate girls. And I'm like, okay, this is, you know, some, some new shit. You know what I mean? Then you tweeted that and I was like, okay, so this is a thing for him. You know, you a black man, you biracial or, you know, your mom is white or whatever, but you, you a black man before you anything else. And so that was just kind of refreshing to like see that, you know, especially in this day and age too, when everybody trying to have the, the, the black swag, but not 
be in the trenches or represent, especially for black women, because black women are always getting shitted on. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to see a, 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 a rapper with some steam, you know, say that, I'm like, okay, that's that was a bold statement too, because, you know, of course, you know, black women is all like all into that or whatever and happy that they're getting the support and shit. But then what about the non-black women? And what about, you know, the, the dudes, you know, that your colleagues or your peers or whatever who rap, who have, who go out their way almost to have non-black women in their videos. Like, how do you, is, do you answer to that or do you just do your thing and not even worry about what they're doing and who they're putting in their video? You Man, see what I'm saying? Yeah, that, you know, that's you not know, a part of the culture. Yeah, it's, Go def- ahead. it's definitely not. And really, when it when it comes to them, it's, it's kind of fuck them. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? That's the whole thing. I, I, we don't need, we don't need, 10 more rappers doing the exact same shit. That, that's how everybody gets right. down. It's like, we don't need them doing the exact same thing. I want to be different. That I don't put black women in, in my music videos to be different. I do that because that's what I like. Those are those are the people that are around me. And people that know me right, in real life, right. they know like I really live, I really live like that, you know. Like it's not a facade, it's not anything. And I think I think more rappers that have, you know, more buzz than me should start doing that. I th- I, I think everybody should because Right now, like it's a lot going on. It's a it's a lot going on within other races. It's a lot going on within ourselves. You know, we got a lot going on going against us, and we got a lot going on within ourselves. You know, right now, a lot of black women feel like they're underappreciated, undervalued, um, and it's painful to watch because they may see it as they have to be so strong that they can, they can't even be vulnerable no more. You know, I've 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 heard I've talked to black women. And they said I don't even feel like I can be vulnerable. I feel like I have to be strong and I have to be uh, hateful and all the time. And I don't even want to be like that. You know, they feel like they can't they can't be women no more. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. That's not their fault. You know, so it's little shit. It's little shit like just being acknowledged and respected in music videos. I mean, I know a music video in the grand scheme of the world ain't important you know but it's the representation you know it's, it's being able to represent you know being recognized as beautiful you know uh because that's what people put that's what people put on tv they don't they don't put right uh undesirable you know so when these women are seeing you know what i'm saying these men who are honored and respected within these black communities and everything these people who make it from nothing and who grew up around predominantly black family, and then you go on, on music videos, and the only thing you're putting is uh, Brazilian women, white women, and this and that. It just it leaves a bad taste in their mouth. Right, I just it's... I just wanted to change that, you know. Um, and and I made the statement. I said I may not ever go industry. I may not ever be major, and I may not ever because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna adjust my norms. I'm not gonna adjust my norms if. If that's the difference between me going major and being some whoever and me being still who I am, I'm just going to be who I am. Uh, and I mean that with everything in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna change up. I'm not finna go against my own word just to please right. the general population. I'm going to stick to what makes me me because so far what makes me me has been working. People always ask me, what do you put in your beard? Believe it or not, I put the same thing in my beard that I cook with. More hemp, CBD, coconut oil. 
Check them out at more-hemp.com. The direct link will be located in the description of this episode. Light skin, dark skin, brown skin, red bone, curly hair, straight hair, like any type of woman you want, there's a black woman for that, <laughs> like in real life. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you don't really have to go out looking for a, a, a certain type because we, literally there's every type of black woman, like like you said, in your backyard and in your neighborhood, that a, any type of look you want. And that's why those girls be emulating black women and trying to look like them and get their hair, you know, their hair, their lips and body and shit done because, you know, Absolutely. most of so sh- Shout out to you for, you know, and I think that's the Southern thing too, though, because I, I don't see a, 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 a nigger from the East or the West like saying that publicly. And I'm from LA too, you know, and I just don't see a guy, anybody like, publicly saying that now they might think that you know okay mm-hmm. i only want black women in the video but they wouldn't say that because you see they're trying to play the game you know you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, it's almost like they're sacrificing themselves i mean i, I guess that's say they say that's what these art these people in hollywood do but you understand what i mean that was yeah. that was kind of bold for you to say that and i was like oh i agree with you you know that's dope but you know the backlash, man, because you made the blogs and that made the blogs. The blog when I saw that shit, I said this nigga done went viral because he wanted because a black man wanted to cast black women in this video. People are upset about it, but of course there was a lot of women that loved it. Black women that loved it, but there was a you know the haters in there. Like I go, I go viral often, and you know what I'm saying. I, you 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 kind of get thick skin because I've I've said some very. I'm not gonna say controversial shit, but I've said some shit that's very devoted within myself. And I feel like what really fucks people up is trying to backtrack and fix what they said. Nine times out of ten, if you stand on it, what what can somebody say? You know, oh well, I mean, right? He's, I mean, he stood on what 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 what's the argument? Because I don't have, right. you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I just look at it, you know. And it, and sometimes I like I, I I called the guy who uh he he he's pretty close to being my manager. You know, I called him and I'm like, hey. Um, do you think I should take that down? Do you think I pressed too many buttons? You know, and he was like, "Man, really, that's that's up to you." You know, I mean, I know you, so I know that that's something that you would say. So I mean, I'm like, nah, "You right, man. I'm not finna change that shit." Because I would say that whether I have thirty thousand followers, whether I have thirty followers, you know. So I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just right. gonna, I'm just gonna stand on what I said." You know, uh, sometimes it does get a little discouraging when you when you see people, um kind of start to I'm not gonna say disrespect you but they you know they try they try you know what people are doing is they'll try to they'll try to change something you're saying to make it worse than what it is to get a viral right. moment themselves you know so that that gets right. frustrating but I tell most that shit out man. I don't I don't because really I outside of marketing social media is not just that important to me so when you're shooting your next video do you, my, do you know what your next single is going to be um yeah, my next video is actually me, me and uh Keon got a song called Two Seater. So when I come out to LA, we're actually gonna be shooting a video for that, you know. So I mean, it'll be the same old same old. Um I'm excited about it. That's gonna that's gonna be a hit. It'll be on it'll be on the album, so it'll release before we shoot the video. But it's it's gonna be a good time. We've already been talking about it, plotting up. And that's going that's gonna be very fun. Um and you're shooting that when you get to LA? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's the main reason I'm going to LA actually. 
to shoot the video. We just haven't decided which which week it's gonna be just yet. He uh he recently has had some things going on as far as some some positive things going on, um to where he he's just been he's just been grind mode. So we're just waiting for things to settle down on both ends, and then we're gonna shoot that. And I'm excited about it. I'm definitely excited about it. It's gonna be my first time in LA. Um, yeah, man, we will be looking for some some black only women. Only black women in the video. Oh yeah, for sure. So for sure. <laughs> we got this. We got this on record. We got this on record. Man, I'll be getting Hollywood and switching up. Nah, never, never. So you know, with this with this success you experience right now with this rap thing, when this becomes uh, a a a, a full time career or lifestyle, are you are you ready for that? Are you welcoming that? Are you you know what I mean? Because got some steam behind you man yeah i'm 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 ready a, a lot of things are coming fast i'm getting i'm getting attention yeah. fast and at some at some points i do get a little nervous not really nervous about for myself but more so nervous about like do, do am i really that good or do or is it just steam or is it you know what i'm saying is it just clap I, I, my worst fear i ain't gonna say my worst fear but one of my biggest fears is 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 dropping bullshit and people showing love to it <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm saying. I want to make sure that I'm really dropping quality. I'm my biggest critic. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a hard worker, and I, anything I put my name behind, I want to be good. I, mean, I want to be great, flawless. So, right. I'm very tough on myself, and I just sometimes I'm probably too tough on myself. So, it's something that I definitely am prepared for, but it's something that I could see stressing me out as well. But I am ready to be able to do it full time as far as uh, quit having to work full time and just actually be straight grinding, straight music, because I have a lot of dope concepts and, and I have a lot of dope stories. You know, my my life has been pretty, uh, I'll say it's, I've had a very interesting life, um, went through a lot of things, had right. a lot of ups and a lot of downs. So I feel like I have a lot of stories I can tell within my music. Now, on top of that. Naturally, I've always been somebody that people gravitate towards. So I want to be able to help others. What I was telling you offline, man, you, that personality, man, go get you far. You know, you you a comedian and shit. <laughs> and on top of that, you got some fire music. You got you talented. You know, so I I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you know the expansion of Rubber Band Grant, man. You got You got you. You'll go far. You'll go far. Just keep on. You know, like you said, that quality shit. And being yourself, you know what I mean? And, you know, going against the grain, you know, because mm -hmm. that black woman only in my video tweet was something that <laughs> we've never seen or heard a rapper, you know what I mean, say. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. almost, you almost get shunned for, for you know, celebrating black women. So to hear it and, or to see another black man publicly say that. Yeah. You know, and I'll say though, and a black woman and a black woman go take care of you too. You know what sure. I mean? To go make sure you win. For sure. So I will say know. that, like when I said that, although I got a lot of negative feedback, it was worth it more to see the black woman that said, "This made me feel good. This made like this is this this is what we need. This is this made me feel good about myself. This you know made me feel better." That that to me that was I'll take a thousand bad comments for for 200 good comments that uplifts people that I actually want to help, want to uplift, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I, as, as much, as much, you know, positivity as I speak on black women, I talk a lot of shit in general, you know what I mean? So it may sound like <laughs> right. 
some of my songs, it may sound like I'm just a dog ass nigga. Now that's all situational. You know, that's all that's all situational. Right. As far as general general population, I want to take care of black money. Now, am I say I ain't gonna say I ain't ever cheated or no shit like that? Or you know, like, but that nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's not that, that's that's none of the that's not what I'm talking about right here. I'm talking about I want them to be appreciated. Even if it ain't about me, I want to be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. On an individual level, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I just that's just what I want, you know. So so at the same time, I you know, I'll get in an argument, you know what I'm saying, and, and talk shit or whatever, you know, and win the argument. But when it comes down to it, like I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of black women seeing things like what just happened in uh LSU. There was a there was an LSU student. Um a, a lady went missing. A young woman went missing. She was found in the Mississippi River after a long search. And like, yeah, I saw black, that. Black women feel unsafe nowadays, you know. So when when you see things like that, they need that uplift because it, it's tough. As 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 unsafe as it is to be a black man out here, which we've saw, you know, with everything that's going right. on in the media and everything that's going on between police and our community in general. Like we've got to, we've definitely got to stand up. You know, we've we've got to stand up and do better for for our women. You know, because we shouldn't have women popping up missing. I understand like things happen, but still, we should. This is something that we should be able to at least say we all tried. You know, what, what is your do your mom like? What does your mom got to say about this? My mom, uh, my or mom is, like my mom respects me as a man, so she she respects me as far as. If that's what I want, then that's what I want. My mama would never question. Okay. Yeah, she would never question anything. I say, of course, some of the conversations that I have with others aren't con- like it's conversations I just wouldn't even have with her. You know, like we just wouldn't even we wouldn't even get on these topics. You know, but my mom right. knows. My mom knows. You know, any any of my ex girlfriends or any of my anybody that's ever been around her been black women. You know, and they right. always click well. You know, my mom, she's a cool woman. Uh, she she raised me, you know, to be a part of that culture. You know, my mom always told me I'm a black man and that um, as a black man, you're going to have to work 10 times harder to get what a white person has. So you might as well get to work. Like my mama used to tell me that, you know what I'm saying? Like in the most in the most respectful way possible, she would say it's going to be harder for you. You're black. You oh, know? so she was giving you game. Yeah, yeah my, mom, okay, my mom would okay. put me on game. She would tell me, look, you're black, man. It's not going to be as easy for you as it is for a white man, you know? So be ready for that. Work like it's gonna be ten times harder. She said. Hopefully, by the time you are of age, you know, what I'm saying, make your own. As far as you know, she's telling me this as a kid. But by the time that you are your age, hopefully, it is better. But you know, it's twenty years later, and it's not. You know, so she'd be like, so be working ten times harder just in case. You know, and that's something that always yeah. stuck with me. And we took those lessons and applied them to life. And like I just put that to my life every day. You know, so. She, you know, she, she knows, you know, she, she knows how I am and she, and she knows there's a lot of tension right now, racial tension. So like my whole family knows that, um, my whole other side, they know there's a lot of racial tension right now. I love them for who they are, you know, um, they love me for who I am and we never really have to cross paths when it comes to that type of shit, fortunately, you know, and they, they always, I will say they're very supportive of black movements and everything that's going on. You know, they, they made sure I was active with it as a kid. They always, you know, made made sure I was aware. They they were never I don't see color type people because my grandparents actually raised me, but like 
my grandparents would tell me right. the same thing. Like I see color, you know, they they're like, we see color. We we know, you know, that that things aren't equal right now because we'd go out to eat. We'd go out to eat or whatever, you know, I'm I'm black, you know. So we go out right. to eat. I'm with my white grandparents or whatever, and you would see people looking at them funny, like what the hell you got going on? You know what I'm saying? So they always felt the pressure too. Uh they didn't feel it in the same way, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's just as odd for them, you know. And they always just taught me, hey, you know be you you know my, my 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 parents my grandparents they never tried to change me from being who i was they always let me be who i was um if i wanted to change the narrative growing up and wanted to act completely different than i do they would have never questioned it they let me but they let me be who i am and that's who i am today and they never called on me they, they they gave me the world raw so that i would be prepared for it nowadays you know um they really right. prepped me for that you know uh, i because i've lived like that i mean my grandparents raised me, but I spent a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? I, there was times where I was living in a shotgun duplex, you know what I'm saying? On the other side of my family, you know what I'm saying? With my aunt Chicky and we had three cousins. We in a shotgun duplex, you know what I'm saying? So it was times I was like that, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in multiple different environments, you know? Uh, and I think that, right. that helped me be well-rounded. But overall, that's how I know what I'm saying today. I truly mean, you know, because I've lived in multiple environments, you know what I'm saying? I've lived and communities all white. I've lived in all black communities. I've, I've lived in the slums. I've lived in gated communities, you know? And shit, it, it all comes back to the same, the same, my same morals and principles, you know? And everybody in my family had, had ties with bringing me who I am today from both sides. And that kind of, that kind of, that, that well-roundedness, I would say, somewhat reflects in your music. You can hear it, um, you know, educated, your um culture you know mm-hmm. what i mean that comes across and your whole personality and your music and you know i'm sure that we're going to see more of that with this next project that's coming out on the 22nd of yes, april sir. absolutely it's gonna be on everything uh amazon spotify youtube apple music anything you can think of it'll be on there stainless so we will be looking for stainless on april 22nd and before we go, though, tell our listeners what do they need to do as soon as possible. Lock in with me. Uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at Rubberband Grant. Follow me on Instagram at Rubberband Grant. Really about to lock in, man. I really plan on taking over on 2021. Looking forward to it, man. And I'm going to have all your contact information, all your streaming information located in the description of this episode. Thank you for tapping in with us, Rubberband Grant. And thank you for listening to ASAP. And again, if you're listening on Apple, make sure you subscribe, give a five-star rating, and write a review. I'll see you guys on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.